Why is The Raid so much better than so many other action movies? Today, a breakdown why. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. friends, welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about The Raid Redemption, a movie that I love, recently rewatched, and it just hit for me all the reasons that the fight scenes are so rad. So without further ado, let's get started. By now, most action junkies and martial arts fans are quite familiar with The Raid Redemption. The international breakout for star Ika Uwai and director Gareth Evans was an immediate cult favorite and garnered enough attention to get a sequel. That might actually be better than the original, but that's a story for another time. Whether you're watching it for the first or 50th time, it's pretty clear why. The fight scenes are awesome. It doesn't matter if it's a one-on-one skirmish or Uwai tearing through a bunch of blade-wielding enemies in a crowded hallway. The raid reestablished the bar for hard-hitting action. And while it would be easy to point to the unique bone-crunching fun of an Indonesian martial art pinchak slot on screen, it's easy to take great action choreography and screw it up. So what did Gareth Evans and company do to make their movie stand out and hit so damn hard? Well, here's a few things that this movie's fight scenes do better than almost anyone. First, we have build-up. Fight scenes should always serve a purpose. Sometimes we're demonstrating something about a particular character. Sometimes we're having a literal war between ideals. And other times we're fighting to stay alive. And sometimes this guy has a thing you want, you gotta beat the stuffing out of him to get it, aka a glorified fetch quest. But something great fights have are build-up, or what I've dubbed the pre-fight. I've done an extensive breakdown of the pre-fight concept, but the purpose is pretty simple. This is the part before the fight where the audience is supposed to get excited for what's about to happen. Maybe our heroes are loading up their favorite weapons, maybe the situation just went from bad to worse and needs resolution ASAP. Gareth Evans' favorite method, however, is to treat the moments before the fight like a will-they-won't-they scenario. In one of the fights, Rama is doing his best to stay clear of the armed thugs in the building and save his friends which means almost two to three minutes before the fight starts, we're wondering whether or not the fight is even going to happen. We see Rama slowly move around the hallway, we see him run for a door, we see the goons see him, we see Rama try to open said door with no luck, then Rama and the goons lock eyes until the tension is unbearable, and they charge each other. This scene construction means every fight scene feels like a release, because that earlier tension, though will-they-won't-they, has been lifted and makes the fight itself feel like a reward for our patience. And it also means you can have badass moments like Rama staring down a hallway full of guys to take out and Blind Fury charging them. Next, we have camera work. I've made a big deal in my fight scene breakdowns about being able to track the individual movements in fight scenes. Why? Because often there's a disconnect between Hong Kong martial and martial arts cinema and modern action movie making. Hong Kong martial arts films make sure you see everything. Every kick, block, punch are all in camera, making it very easy to see who's doing what and who's hitting who. This is typically accomplished by shooting from wide angles and letting the choreography and performances by the stunt performers do their magic. That said, it can be visually static and isn't always possible in a cramped space, like, say, a tenement building. And this is where the more modern action movie, American action movie making approach comes in. 
As frustrating as American action movies can be, the concept behind their approach makes sense. A very easy way to convey tension and the feeling of adrenaline to your audience is to cut quickly and move the camera around. Even if you can't track everything that's happening, you get the feeling of being overwhelmed or how chaotic the fight is. You can also move the camera to amplify impact for individual blows and stuff like that. Gareth Evans, however, finds a merger between these two approaches. The Raid's fight scenes have plenty of editing and camera movement, but we never lose track of who's being hit and how hard. If anything, it feels like the camera is following and accentuating each fight. If Uwai throws a kick, we get a quick wide shot to show him about to kick, an edit to show the kick approaching the opponent, and then a shot from the back as the kick lands and knocks the opponent to the ground. Or even better, sometimes the camera moves with Uwai's leg as his foot hits a dude's face. It's just awesome. It's awesome. It's a great blend of two action traditions that brings the best elements from each one. And then we get to sound. When a lot of people imagine sound in martial arts movies, they're probably thinking of the rhythmic but stilted sound of someone hitting a wet bag over and over again in Shaw Brothers movies. And there's a good reason we moved away from that, because it's very stilted and stage-like, especially by modern standards. But sound is great for selling the intensity of a fight scene and establishing rhythm. And here's how the raid does it. It should be noted that every fighter in the raid yells their asses off. Charging your opponent? Yell. Throwing a punch? Yell. Just got hit? A different kind of yell? Still yell. I'm joking, but it's actually a really effective method for making these scenes feel intense and brutal. You can tell exactly when someone takes a massive blow to the face and hear it in the other actor's performance, because they yell out in that different way that I mentioned. And that's before the impact sounds come in. While the Shaw Brothers movies had blows that sounded like someone hitting a turkey with the back of their hand, the Raid's blows sound like someone cracking a piece of wood. That subtle change makes every single hit sound and feel devastating, and justifies the big reactions from the people who just took the hit. And finally, we get to the rhythm. The other reason that these sounds are so effective is because they have a rhythm to them. This is where the blend of sound and choreography works so well together. Because even if the end goal is a single killing blow, that's not how it looks or sounds. Instead, it's something like hit, 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 pause, big hit. And consciously or not, the audience can feel that rhythm and start to anticipate certain hits before they happen based on this. Is this anything like a real fight? No. But altogether, it's very engaging, very cinematic, and very, very awesome. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.